one. It is good to be back in the house of the Lord again tonight. For we are in the presence of the King of Kings. Praise the Lord. And um, I'm uh, just so excited about what God is doing <clears throat> here in this church. Praise the Lord. And uh, I'm not used to all this cold weather. I'm just going to be honest with you. Where I live at, it's like Florida weather just about all year long. We'll have one or two days of cold weather, and then it gets back to about 70. And uh, <laughs> I've been bundled up. <laughs> been sitting around with a jacket on. Praise the Lord. My wife said, where are you going? I said, nowheres. She said, won't you take your jacket off? I said, I will in a little bit. Praise the Lord. But uh, I am so excited to get to be here. Praise God. Thank you again, Brother Riggin, for allowing us to be here. Thank you, sir. Praise God. We do appreciate love you and your family. Thank you for your friendship. Praise the Lord. If you have a Bible tonight, I would ask that you turn to the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 18. Praise the Lord. Starting in verse 18. Oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. Boy, I feel the presence of the Holy Ghost tonight. I've uh, been in much prayer today for this service. Praise the Lord. And um, Man, I've come back in here early this afternoon and prayed some more before the service tonight so I could be by myself. And I'm telling you, when I walked in here, it was just like a surge of such power and Holy Ghost here in this church. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Verse 18, it says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as, a, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. We thank you tonight for your presence. Thank you today, Lamb of God, that you're here in such a special way. Thank you for this anointing that I feel tonight, God, but I know this anointing is for your people to receive this word today, God, and we give you the praise, thanks, and the glory in your precious and holy name. Put your Bibles down and begin to praise him all over this house. Will you do that? Lift him up with a voice of triumph, will you? Come on, love him tonight, church. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated tonight. Praise God if you want to know why we're so excited. Jesus has pulled us out of that miry clay. Praise God. Some of us did 
things that we don't want to talk about and did places and we're in places that we don't want anybody to know about. But when God redeemed us, praise God. Come on, I said, when he pulled us out of that old miry clay, we got something to praise him about tonight. And before you leave here tonight, you can have something to praise him about. Praise God. Come on, lift him up one more time. Woo! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to preach just for a few minutes tonight. Jesus buys ugly houses. Jesus buys ugly houses. There was a man named Kent that was from Texas, and he decided that one day he was going to begin to focus his attention on single, single family homes. Praise God. And he began to put up billboards all over the place advertising and attracting people uh, who were motivated by selling their houses. And uh, he, he said that I could get uh, houses and it can be a quick discount and I can make a lot of money. Praise God. Let that sink in just for a second. <laughs> he was willing, praise the Lord, to purchase homes even when they were in dire need of repair. And uh, he began this campaign buying ugly houses. But friend of mine, can I tell you, uh, praise God, you, oh my goodness, uh, way before this man named Kent uh, decided to put up a billboard uh, buying ugly houses, uh, when one friend of mine uh, who made the word flesh, uh, that walked in the flesh, uh, decided to buy ugly houses uh, way back then uh, in the eons, uh, and he's still buying uh, ugly houses this day uh, he's repairing uh, ugly lives uh, he's making a life uh, that's worth living uh, I want to tell you today uh, God wants to buy uh, your ugly life uh, he wants to make it a life uh, that'll be filled uh, with joy uh, and peace uh, something worth uh, getting up in the morning for believe that I do praise the Lord this man made 40 million dollars buying ugly houses Woo! praise God I'm not talking about money tonight I'm talking about what kind of price could you put on a soul I said, what kind of price could you put on a soul? Uh, praise the Lord. When God looks at you, uh, he sees you different from how you see yourself tonight. Uh, he sees something with potential. Uh, I said, he sees something with potential. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, my God walked in here tonight. Uh, and he said, by these stripes, uh, you shall be healed. Uh, that means if you've got an affliction uh, in your body, uh, my God come to heal you. Uh, not only did he come to heal, uh, but he come to deliver. Uh, he come to fill you. You uh, with the baptism uh, of the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, friend of mine. He's come to do a work in you tonight uh, that you can't do it yourself. Uh, come on, I'm 
telling you something got a hold of me uh, when I begin to think about this man uh, this man and he putting his billboards up uh, friend of mine I'm telling you today uh, I said I'm telling you today my God uh, want to do something for you uh, Jesus Christ has been buying ugly houses uh, for years uh, way before this real estate guy uh, ever come on the scene uh, the Bible uh, is unfolded from God's plan uh, of redemption uh, from Genesis to Revelation Come on. Listen, Jesus has got your number tonight. Praise the Lord. Nobody's been talking. Nobody's been telling anybody anything. Uh, Jesus has just got your number tonight. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm telling you, if you'll let your guard down tonight, uh, you can walk out of here a brand new person. Uh, I feel like you can walk out of here healed. Uh, I feel like you can walk out of here delivered. Uh, I feel like you can walk out of here with a new step uh, in your pep tonight. Uh, come on, I feel like some people uh, in this house today, uh, Jesus would like to repurchase you uh, tonight. Uh, he'd like to take some things uh, out of our life. Come on, come on. I'm not talking about houses made with hands or construction of wood or masonry. Uh, friend, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, these houses are flesh and blood uh, with human hearts of God. Uh, come on, it's pulling far tonight. Uh, for the place that Jesus wants is none other than you. Uh, he wants to purchase you tonight. Uh, I said he wants to purchase you uh, tonight. Uh, come on, when you see that word you, uh, you ought to raise your hands and say, God, uh, that's me uh, that you want to purchase tonight. I'm not suggesting that anybody's ugly or worthless. That's not what I'm talking about tonight. Please don't try to put something in here that I'm not even saying. Uh, but sometimes life gets ugly. Do you hear me? Uh, sometimes choices uh, that we make are ugly. No matter how ugly, no matter how ugly your life may be up to right now, uh, no matter how ugly the devil uh, has tried uh, to say you are, uh, no matter how ugly the days, uh, come on, that you spent may be, uh, yet Jesus desires uh, to purchase you tonight. Help me a little bit, church. Come on. Somebody preached to you. I said somebody preached to you about the blood of the lamb. Somebody preached to you about how ugly your house was before God purchased you. Does anybody remember that night? Does anybody remember that day? Does anybody remember when God walked into your ugly house that didn't look like it's worth purchasing, but he purchased you anyhow? Jesus buys ugly houses. Woo! You hear me? Our houses are ugly compared to his. The Bible is quite clear. It's real clear. It says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That didn't just mean one. It said all. Hello, somebody. No matter how much we try to clean up our lives, 
Come on, they still fall short of the righteousness of Jesus. Praise God. Uh, we're now we're nowhere near. I said we're nowhere near the purity of the holiness uh, that Jesus is right now. This very nature, uh, God is infinitely holy. Uh, praise God. Uh, all of our houses are ugly. Uh, comparison. Uh, come on now. You know, friend, when I begin to look at this, and I've pretty much been in construction just about all my life, and I begin to think about properties and the structural issues that they have, and the issues are regular and not apparent uh, on the surface of properties usually. That's usually the case. It's usually all the hidden things that we don't see when we buy something. You understand where I'm coming from? It's all the hidden things that we don't want anybody to know anything about. It's all the things that we do that we don't want nobody to know about. Uh, but, oh, there's one that's the all-seeing eye. Uh, he's the all-seeing, oh, my God, the all-hearing ear. He knows every conversation, uh, whether it be good or bad. Uh, he knows everywhere we go, uh, everything that we're doing. Uh, we're not hiding anything from him. Uh, we can hide from one another, uh, but you'll never uh, be able to hide from him. When it counts the most. I said the one that counts the most, the one that you're going to stand before on that one day. Oh, it would be so good, wouldn't it? That the angels rejoice tonight when God fills you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I said it's going to be such an awesome scene in heaven. Uh, all the angels rejoicing uh, because it says all of heaven uh, rejoices when one person comes to an altar uh, and bends his knees uh, and repents and God fills it with the Holy Ghost. Please, this Holy Ghost is for you. Don't think it's not for you. Because see, friend, your name's going to have to be written down uh, in that Lamb's Book of Life. Uh, and when that book is open on that day, uh, on that special day, uh, and your name is not written there, he's not going to know you. There's no such thing as... Once saved, always saved, or accepted Christ as your personal Savior. There has to be an experience. Uh, there has to be a dying out to our sins. Uh, come on, friend. That's why the Bible said that some men will drag their sins uh, all the way. Come on now. Uh, to judgment with them. You're right. When we have an opportunity chance while we're on this side, while we're on this side, can I tell you, this is the closest to glory that you'll ever get. Uh, friend of mine, not having the baptism of the Holy Ghost, sitting in a service, uh, feeling the surge of the Holy Ghost, uh, the way you feel the Holy Ghost uh, right now. Uh, you can't deny uh, that you feel something tonight. Uh, you can't deny, uh, friend of mine, that Jesus is not walking uh, up and down these aisles, uh, in and out of these pews. Uh, you can't deny that right now. No way you can deny that. Friend of mine, I feel the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's such a special way tonight. Uh, there's such a special anointing here tonight uh, to break every shackle, uh, to break every chain, uh, every fetter, uh, everything that's in the way. He's just waiting on you. I said, he's waiting on you. Come on. He's waiting. Come on, reach out, church. Come on, reach out right now.
come on, let's make a setting that Jesus will walk in here. Come on, you'll do what he's come to do tonight. I'm telling you, a house looks okay uh, from a distance, from the street. But friend, when that inspector begins to crawl through it and under it uh, and all around it, uh, he discovers that the public images uh, are not accurate at all. It can look real pretty on the outside, can't we? But oh, we can be full of so much anger and so much resentment uh, and so much bitterness uh, and so much hate. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, and if you're like that tonight, uh, I'm telling you about a God uh, that'll still purchase you. Uh, I'm talking about a God, uh, friend of mine, that can look past uh, the sin stains in your life uh, when you repent at the altar. Oh, come on, friend. Instead, there are hidden things that aren't readily apparent, but that's, that undermines the value of that home. Praise God. That's why nobody tells about certain things. and That's why a lot of times you buy as is. And if they do have a lot of things wrong with it, usually they'll list it. Come on. You can list all that thing, all those things in your home tonight. And you can say, Jesus, this is me. This is all the things uh, that's in my life and my home tonight. Uh, but I want you to purchase this house tonight. Uh, I want to come where I can find some blood. Uh, come on, they can remit my sin. Any of us are the same way. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, from the street. We look okay. Our co-workers and our friends think everything's all right. Praise the Lord. But if you could just see in the heart, if you could just see in the heart, if you could just see underneath uh, the public image, uh, you, could, oh, you could see what Jesus is seeing. Uh, I said you could see what Jesus is seeing. Uh, you'd know there's issues of the heart. Uh, you would know uh, there's things that need attention. Hello, somebody. You ought to know that Jesus knows all about all things. He knows better than you, and he knows you better than you know you. He knows what's better for you than, come on, what you know is better for you. That's why it's so important to pray before you do anything. I remember tearing that car out of pieces. Pulling out in front of that lady, and she hit me just about that far back from the driver's door. Probably would have killed me if she would have hit me in the driver's door. But she hit me just right past the driver's door. She was running about 60 miles an hour. She told me, she said, sir, I was going 60 miles an hour when I hit you, and it spun that car around and around and around and around. And I'd been praying. I needed a vehicle. Hello. I needed a car. It got down to the very last day. I've been praying every day. What am I going to do? i got to turn in this rental car. Today is the day. As soon as I got down to pray that morning, the Lord spoke to me and said, you go pick you out a car. You can have it. I didn't think I was going to be able to get a car. I thought I was going to have to drive that old raggedy truck of mine. <laughs> but I said, Lord, 
You can get me from point A to point B. It doesn't matter what I'm in. Come on, you call me to do this and you can get me where I want to go. But you know what, friend? When the Lord spoke that to me, I didn't go to some salesman. I went straight to that finance manager. I said, I don't want out there to pick me out a car. I said, that's the car I want. I said, this is what I'm able to pay a month. And I said, I know you might not understand this. I said, but I done talked to the Lord. I've been talking to him for a solid week. And he gave me an answer this morning, told me I could have it. That's what I want. I'll be back in a little bit to sign the papers. He called me in about an hour and said, Mr. Heron, the papers are ready. I said, I'll be there in a little bit. He said, you got the car cheaper than the other car. I said, praise God. He said, the payments have even went down. Come on, I'm telling you, friend of mine, we need God to purchase our houses uh, tonight. Praise God. Uh, come on now, God knows our weaknesses. Uh, he knows every fact. Oh, my. He knows every claw. Uh, he knows every character claw, uh, flaw about you. Uh, I'll get it out in a minute. Uh, he knows every pain in your heart. But he still wants to buy you. I said, he still wants to buy you. I see with every flaw in your life, uh, he still wants to buy you. Uh. Praise God. Properties which raise memories that the owner desire, desires to move away from. Perhaps the house itself is just fine but the owner would like no part but all the memories that's there come on all the bad days he or she would like that fresh start new sights anything to help me forget about my past hello I hate my past but it's my testimony, and I give it everywhere I go. I want God to be glorified. Come on. I said I give my testimony everywhere I go. I give it as many times as I can give it because I want my God to be glorified. Boy, this house was ugly. My God, this house was ugly. There was bitterness. There was shame. Come on. There was guilt. Come on, there was all the things uh, that was in this old house. Uh, I'd like to forget, and I wanted to forget about yesterday. I'd like to forget some words uh, and some deeds and some thoughts uh, and some days. I wonder if anybody here today might not feel like that way tonight. I said, if I wonder if there's somebody here tonight that might not feel like that. Come on, if you could just get free from your past. Uh, if I could just start all over. Uh, if I could just turn the pages uh, of yesterday uh, and have some hope for tomorrow. Well, there is hope for tomorrow. Uh, his name is Jesus, uh, and he wants to buy uh, your ugly house tonight. Jesus offers you that. He's come as the Redeemer uh, to set you free uh, from yesterday. Uh, you don't have to live hostage uh, to who you were. Uh, you don't have to live hostage to what you did uh, and what you used to be. Uh, you can be brand new today. Uh, Jesus offers uh, a purchase price uh, in his own blood uh, to give you hope uh, for all tomorrows. I like this house, but the neighborhood is declining. I'm in danger if I stay around here. I need to relocate. I need a change of scenery. Oh, yes, you do. 
you do need a change of scenery. Can you understand that tonight? Come on, you're a part of the human race, which is destined for destruction. I don't know if you know that or not. This earthly kingdom is going to be burned up. You need to relocate to the kingdom of heaven. You need to move out of the land of sin and move to the land of salvation. Oh, come on, friend of mine. Uh, you need to move from the street of chaos uh, and move on Peace Avenue today. Uh, oh, come on, friend. Uh, you need to pack up, uh, come on, all your goods uh, from Sorrow Boulevard. Uh, come on and take up recipe uh, in Joy Court tonight. I've been living on the corner for quite a few years now of Glory Highway uh, and now, oh my goodness, uh, and Hallelujah Parkway. Uh, has anybody been living there? Uh, I've been living on the corner of Glory Highway uh, and Hallelujah Parkway. Oh, come on. Uh, hallelujah Parkway. Uh, come on. I'm not living uh, in that old ugly house no more. Uh, I've got a brand new house. Uh, I've got a brand new man uh, that's come up out of this old house. Uh, the old man uh, has been buried uh, with all the sea and this new man has come up. Oh, come on, church, reach out to him. Come on, I know you feel all alone tonight, but God's not just talking to you. He's talking to several people. God's just trying to personalize it to you. Oh, come on, friend. Come on, come on, come on. Woo. Reach out just for a few more minutes. Boy, I feel something right now. Mm. Mm. Oh, I pray that you get up and make a move to here tonight. I pray. I like the house. But the debt's too much for me. I just can't pay for it. I've got to make a change because there's a debt that I can't pay. Uh, I would have you to know that there's a debt uh, for sin that none of us can pay. Uh, oh, do you hear me? The mortgage on our souls uh, calls for the payment of death. None of us have lived pure enough to qualify to satisfy God's uh, justice. Uh, oh, come on, friend. Uh, only God can arrive in the dilemma. Uh, come on now, and he's got pockets deep enough. Uh, I said only he uh, has got pockets deep enough uh, to purchase us. For the price that's due for our souls. Oh, come on, church. Come on, come on. I'm almost done. Come on. But great news is this. He can fix any area that are damaged. Uh, I said he can fix any area that's damaged. Uh, he can set free. Uh, oh, come on, the days uh, that you'd rather forget. He can relocate you to a better life. Better life. He can pay the debt that we owe. I said he can pay the debt that we owe. Jesus would love to buy your ugly house tonight. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, Jesus wants to buy the house. He just don't want to buy it. Uh, but he wants to take up residency there. Whew. When this man bought houses, he did it only for what he could get out of it. He does not have an emotional attachment to it. He, has, he does not have plans 
to grow old there. He doesn't envision a porch swing, Christmas dinners, holidays, nor the grandchildren. Do you hear me? Instead, he anticipates patching it up, possibly as cheap as possible, to find it somebody who loves it more than he does. He's on the outlook for somebody to give it over to. His best plans are for somebody else to live there as soon as possible, as quickly as possible. But that's not what Jesus does. I said, that's not what Jesus does. He buys a house to move into it. I said, he buys a house to move into it. He does not purchase a life for what he can get out of it, but he purchases a life in order to live in it. Oh, friend, he wants to purchase your life tonight. He wants to make things better for you. He wants to take all your sorrow, all your pains, all your hurts, and all your disappointments that you had in this life. What know you now that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Come on, which is in you, which you have of God? Not your own. For you are bought with a price for glorify God in your body, your spirit, which is God's. Did you catch that? You belong to him. You don't belong to the world. You belong to him. When a person is born again of the water and the spirit, God takes up residency in the house that he's purchased. Praise God. When a man, when a woman and a boy or a girl, a child, friend of mine is baptized, baptized with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the very spirit of God moves in that house that very moment. God loves you enough to desire to live inside of you. He wants to dwell there. You hear me? God is not looking for sporadic visitations. You hear me? Sporadic visitations in your life. He doesn't want to just drop by on a Sunday, come on, or a Monday for a few moments of spiritual communion. No, sir. He desires to abide there. Oh, friend of mine, abide in me and I in you. He wants you to have his echo. He wants you to have an address change uh, that reads uh, your heart. Right. Right. Help me, somebody. You know what that means? You're off the market permanently. You're not on the market no longer. Whenever a person moves into a house, often they make future plans of upgrading. Hello. We've all done it. Folks get a raise and start looking around. Well, that looks a lot better. Start having a few more children, need more room. Start looking around. Blow somebody. But when Jesus buys a house, he plans to keep it forever. I said he plans to keep it forever. He does not look for anyone to say, come on. Come on. He does not look at anybody. He does not look at anybody and says, I'm tired of you. He gets tired of our sin. Come on now. 
doesn't say, I'm tired of you. Say, I'm going to get rid of you. No, he's not stuck with you. Come on now. He does not have buyer's remorse. He does not have buyer's remorse. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't like the day that I purchased my home that God gave me. I think I had just a little bit of buyer's remorse. Me and that real estate man went around and around. And he come at me again, told me, he said, you're going to have to give me X amount of dollars. I said, I told you, I done give you all I'm giving you. I said, matter of fact, I'm going to back out. He said, you can't. I said, watch me. You must have not prayed today. I said, don't try to drag God into this. I don't talk to the Lord about all this stuff. Hello, he's the one giving it to me. We'd set a price. Hello. God has remorse. When that guy said, you're one of the sourest people I've ever met, and I said, yeah, and I don't like liars. He was playing with me, and I was playing with him, but I wasn't sour. Hello. Come on. Jesus is not stuck with me. He doesn't have buyer's remorse. When he looked down at me and he said, my goodness, there's a poor, pitiful, look at it. When I began to cry out from the depths of my heart, come on, it began to move him. I said, when I began to cry out from the depths of my heart and really cried from my heart and said, God, I need you. God, I'm no good. God, I'm just an old drug addict alcoholic. God, I never did anything good in my life. But I need your mercy. I need your grace. Friend of mine, he come on the scene. He come on the scene, and when those tears were streaming down my face, uh, and I raised my hands, uh, friend of mine, I found myself uh, speaking in another language uh, that I didn't know anything about. He wants to permanently place a sign in your in your yard. It says, "Not for sale, no more." Oh, he continues to work on me. Even after moving in, there's renovations. I don't have to be perfect for him to move in. You hear me? I just have to be purchased. He cleans up the sin. But I don't have to have it all together before he'll make that purchase. You may have some issues. Said so you may have some issues, but Jesus still wants to move in. He'll clean up the worst of it. He'll take away the sin. He'll wash the floors and the walls and the ceilings with a cleaning agent uh, unlike any of uh, the shedded blood of Christ. But he's willing to move in then to continue to work on you. Come on. Somebody start reaching out. I'm, I'm getting done. I'm, 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 I'm finished. Come on. Come on. He's ready. You want to come? Come on. I said he's ready. You want to come? Does anybody want to come? Life may be ugly up to right now, but Jesus buys ugly houses. I said Jesus buys ugly houses. I said Jesus buys ugly houses. Uh, do you hear me? He'll take everything in your life and he'll clean it up. Come on. Will you come? Come on, who's going to come? Come on, who's going to come tonight? Will you come tonight? Come on. 
Well, you make, there's not very many steps to Calvary tonight. You may not understand anything that's going on tonight, but I'm telling you, friend of mine, when you come down here, raise your hands and you begin to talk to Jesus and tell him everything about your life. He's going to come on the scene for you. Come on, he's going to come on the scene for you. Come on, I preach my heart to you tonight. Come on, I preach my heart to you tonight. Praise God. God wants to buy some ugly houses. Come on, I said, God wants to buy some ugly houses. Maybe there's things in your house tonight that you know that's not satisfying uh, under your God. Uh, but you can say, God, uh, I got a little imperfection here. Uh, the walls need a little propping up. Uh, the floors need a little repairing. Uh, the ceiling's drooping a little bit.